Welcome to the Gambling Couch, everybody. Also known as the Gardner Minshew II Fan Club. My boy showed out on Thursday night. I'm your host, Seth. Joined, as always, by Keaton. Keaton, say what's up. I'm better than Seth. He is better than me. He did better last week. This week with us, we have a very special guest joining us at the table. He'll be making appearances throughout the rest of the season. The one, the only, Cade. Hello, everyone. Yep, Just so, Just so we know. I was 2-0 last week. No, he didn't bet. Just fading no. Seth. Doesn't count. Just fading Seth on the Dolphins and the Bills. Not in our but... official records. <laughs> it's not to be confused. <laughs> uh, yeah, Thursday night, 27. Jaguars of the Titans, Gardner Minshew. Balled out just like we knew he would. We all had the Jags there. Keaton, what would you take away from that game? Uh, as predicted, after you told me that just betting on emotion was not the right move... <laughs> How, how does that make you feel? Back to back, they they yeah. uh, they covered against the Texans well, by plenty, and then yep. they cover again Thursday night. So I don't know what you're doing, but the, being the second guy on the podcast, I don't think Gardner, you should nope, be giving nope. out emo- giving out advice saying you need to bet on emotion. Good advice though is to say bet on Gardner Minshew every single week until he shows us he can't cover the spread. All I heard you say was that I was correct, which is fine. Moving mm-hmm. on, what, Cade, what do you got? Cade, what you got? Uh, Marcus Mariota is not a good quarterback. Nope. Ducks um, suck. That whole Titans offense is just – it's a stalemate every time they're on the field. Yep. Um, the defense isn't terrible, but I can't get behind the way they're playing football. Um, Minshew looked fine. It's hard to get behind. Fine. Rookie quarterback, but – Fine. But he got the job done. You can't take that away from him. Yeah. Um, really just not on the Titans. No. Uh, saw a stat where Marcus Marietta – Holds the quarterback longer than any other... Holds the quarterback. Dang it, that's the second time. I did that in warm-ups, too. He holds the ball longer than any quarterback in the NFL. It's like getting close to three seconds or something like that, which is crazy high. Um, with a bad offensive line, that's not a good combo. So, yeah, Titans not looking good. Um, so, last week, if you followed along, combined our best bets went 6-4, and four, over 500. You're making money if you went with us. Um, so, for this week, yeah, we're about to jump into our next best bets. Wait, we- hold on, hold on. You said we went 6-4, and four, like... What did you do? What did I do? Yeah, so... I, don't, so, I think that people need to know. Oh. Right, so yeah, I uh, I had a bad week. We're going to put that one out there on the table. It's not that bad. You went two and three. Two and three. It's just really bad. I expect more from myself. Yeah, but when you compare it to four and one, it's just... You need Yeah, just more. listen to Keaton and you'll but make money. But did you money. win money, Seth? I did win money. I broke even. Well, no, I won $3, so... We're in the green. <laughs> we're in the green, boys. Um, going to our best bets, we did some rock, paper, scissors behind the scenes here. Cade got the first pick. Welcome, rookie. Ooh. So, uh, yeah, we're going to be keeping track of these all year, every year. We're only doing three each this week because there's three of us. Last week we did five. Uh, Cade got the first pick. Cade, what is the best bet of the week? This week I have the Colts minus one at home um, playing the Falcons. Um, I'm really just not on this Falcons team. They played well. They played good enough to beat that um, banged-up Philly team. Not a whole lot of weapons on offense. Um Really a good final drive with Julio to put it away. Julio! Um, but I like this Colts team. I think they're a better team all around. I think Brissett is passable at quarterback. He's above average. Their offense all around is Marlon Mack running back. he got weapons on the outside. And defensively, they're not a bad team either. Um, I just like them at home. Just the one point. Um, I'm laying there, so Colts minus one over the Falcons. You're not worried all about Marlon Mack being hurt a little bit, or is that really not shut you away because you just trust Brissett enough? I trust Brissett. I think I don't think that's a great Falcons defense. I think it's solid, yeah, but um, just laying the one, I think that that's good value there with the Colts at home in the domes. I gotta go on record by saying the Colts have been my team this year. Yes, and I did. I took that away from last week's podcast. That's part of the reason I took them first. I liked it. I knew you were gonna jump on it. Thank so. you. Um, Dove in there first. <laughs> Colt, Colts are Colts all the way here. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're I think I think we're yeah, both we're all join on Colts on here. A um, couple more little tidbits. Colts are fourteen and two all time versus the Falcons, and Atlanta's zero and eleven versus the spread in the past eleven games against teams from the AFC. Just to back that pick a bit more. Uh, moving on, I had the second pick. Um, so my first pick this week is Saints plus five at the Seattle Seahawks. Um, the biggest thing for me in this game is I think the line is an overreaction to Drew Brees. Um, it's similar to like the Andrew Luck and the Colts lines, that situation where you lose an elite quarterback, they t- they put it in the line a lot. But Teddy Brees, Teddy Brees, Teddy Bridgewater is the best backup quarterback um, in the league. Now he's starting. 
Um, he knows how to read defenses. He made the Pro Bowl a couple years ago. He's getting paid like it too. He's the yeah. paid backup quarterback. He he could have went and been a starter, but he decided to take the money and stay. And I think they gave up a New third Orleans. rounder for him. Yeah, last I think year. it was a third they, rounder. So they went out and they got him. So I think this is the exact situation that he was brought in. Yep, so. and he has one of the best offensive lines lines in front of him. Two of the best playmakers and Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara. Um, and he's playing a uh, Seattle Seahawks defense that just has not been good this year, and I don't think they're going to turn it around. Um, another thing about the Seahawks is they are one of the worst pass-blocking teams in the NFL. Uh, they have a win rate um, on pass-blocking of 33%, which is just very, very bad. It is second-worst in the league. Uh, Russ was sacked eight times um, so far in the season. Um, so, yeah, another thing there is that Teddy Bridgewater is 12-2 and against the spread. Um, as an underdog in his career, so he likes people to not be betting on him, but I think the Saints are going to cover there at five. And i got to jump on that a little bit. I think this is easily, I mean, even taking Breeze off the lineup here, um, is Bridgewater the best quarterback the Seahawks have played? I mean, they played Mason Rudolph in a dive into the game, basically. I do like Mason Rudolph, but... Yeah, Mason Rudolph's fine, but he literally just got thrown in. Yeah. And then before that, they had the Red Rocket Andy Dalton, who... Who torched him for four (laughs) yards. For career high in passing yards, yeah. Yeah, and I I did back him last last week, so I'm not trying to crush my boy Andy Dalton, who was my only loss last week. But, yeah, I'm kind of in on the Saints here as well. Uh, Getting the four and a half, I'm with you there. Oh, yeah, that's what I said five, sorry. My line was different. Yeah, yeah no spoiler, but I'm throwing the Saints in a tease later on. Mm, uh, no spoiler. Spoiler. Like, spoiler, spoiler, no spoiler. No spoiler, you know. But I think it's a good football team. Losing a quarterback, it is an overreaction. And yeah. Seattle's not a bad team, per se, but I like what the weapons that New Orleans has offensively and defensively. I mean, Cam Jordan coming after Russell Wilson, I think, is a matchup. That Against that old line, yeah. No, uh, boy, uh, that blind old line. Definitely exploits. So I like New Orleans as well. All right, for the third overall pick, and my first one, I'm going Lions plus five and a half against the uh, banged up Eagles. Cade said it earlier. Um, a lot of skill position guys are out. I honestly couldn't even tell you the three receivers I'll probably be using a lot in this game, but I will take five and a half with the Lions. This Lions came come down a little bit. I've seen it at seven a lot of times earlier in the week, but since we're doing this on a Friday, um, I'm only getting five and a half, and I still feel pretty comfortable with that in the Lions. Uh, the Eagles also play Thursday night football next week, and so I could see them, if guys are banged up, holding guys out, not pushing them to the limit here, seeing if they can get healthy against the Packers early next week. So, yeah, definitely a Lions plus 5.5 for me I think for my, my first pick. biggest concern with the Lions is probably that offense, but Philly also has a 21st-ranked defense in DVOA through the first two weeks this year. Did so, you guys see Ronald Darby, their corner? He got beat like yeah. solid three or four times last week against the Falcons. He's bad. Like well, he's... I think Kent, I mean Galladay torched yeah. the Chargers, mm-hmm. and then Marvin Jones has been kind of underused as their second weapon. Yeah, and I've yet to see Carry On really take that next step as a back. So I don't know. I think this is a step up spot for them. I could see the Lions honestly winning this game outright. Yeah. Yeah. I like the Lions defense. I think offensively is where they're weak, but there's a good matchup there. So I think you get good value with that Lions pick. Yeah, I have Lions plus five and a half on that one as well. Love it, boys. Wait, is it five and a half? What, what lines you I have five and a half currently. Yeah, that's what I got too. Yep. So Keen's going to have another one here because uh, we're doing a serpentine draft. You know, as the, as the winner of last week, I had to take the back seat here in week two. <laughs> I'm going to ride that train while I can because I'm sure it won't last. Oh, it will, buddy. You're fine. So, so pick two, I've got uh, I've got my St. Oh, oh, God, almost said St. Louis. That's on me. I've, I've got the <laughs> Los Angeles. I know. Are you kidding me? It's an embarrassing. Are you even embarrassing a fan? Spot. I don't want to talk about this right now. Oh, my gosh. Well, Rams minus three. Um, so let's talk about if Rams are minus three, that means these teams are equal God. on a neutral field, and I do not believe that. No. The Browns really, I mean, they outplayed a Jets team that had their backup quarterback in, which is sweet for them, I guess. I just I don't think this Browns team nearly is as good as it was hyped up. No. And I think the public has cooled on the Browns. In fact, the Rams are being bet by everyone who's sharp, square, a triangle, a circle, who knows what these people are. But there's like 80% of the tickets <laughs> All in the, the money. Shapes. Everybody's in on the Rams, which is probably what scares me the most about this game. Honestly, nothing about the football on the football field really scares me about it more than just everybody's on the Rams, minus three. But I'm going to lay it anyways because they haven't done me wrong yet, and I trust this team. Yeah, and you look at the Browns. I mean, their offensive line is terrible. Shambles. And, Just and they're shambles. facing the best pass rusher in the NFL, Aaron Donald. He's a bit banged up, uh, but he's still – I mean, the guy's a monster. They're guy's not going to be able to hold him back. Like, um, Aaron Donald does not have a sack yet, and if I'm the Browns, that scares me because he's going to come out and he's going to have two or three in this game, I think. Um, and, of course, that Rams offense is elite, so I have no worries there. I'm with you with the Rams minus three. 
You guys can both attest that the Rams are my team. They have been my entire life dating back. Pretty Rams biased podcast. Yeah, why are we all Rams fans? (laughs) Um, It's working well for us so far. Yeah. With that being said, though, the Rams minus three scares me a little bit. I think it's a trap game, so to say, traveling across the country to Cleveland. Um, Donald's a little banged up, hasn't had a sack all year. The Rams' defense overall, I like it. Um, Up from last year. But I think that that Cleveland offense with Chubb and Beckham, Landry, they have weapons. I think Baker can do whatever he wants against. Dancing around in the pocket. <laughs> Just trying. <laughs> well, to and that's another thing with Baker. I have a stat here that he holds the ball the third longest uh, of all quarterbacks. So he's holding the ball for a long time. That offensive line is not going to keep Aaron Donald those guys away. That's my biggest concern for the Browns if you were to take them. I'm not. I'm not taking the Browns here. I'm not comfortable taking the Browns. But do your homer pick like the I'm rest of us. Is that what you're telling me? I'm not comfortable with the Rams either. But if I had to go one way, I'd take the Rams. That's the All homer right. we know. Yeah, it. Um, it but <laughs> I've got it. It's a stay away. I'm not putting money on it. I, I, I think okay. it's a weird game that could go either way. Right. So. Fair enough. Was that your second? That was my second. That was your second. Chief. It's all me. My uh, second best bet. I'm taking the Ravens. Uh, plus five and a half. My we, boy Lamar carrying me to a fantasy in chip. Kansas City against the Chiefs. Um, this is me loving the Ravens, loving that offense, loving that defense, just the, their team as a whole. And I think that this game is going to be close. It's a game that I wouldn't be surprised if the Ravens won. I'm not necessarily think I don't necessarily think that they will win, um, just because the Chiefs are the Chiefs and that offense is amazing. But um, yeah, I think the Ravens are going to keep it close. Um, and then you look at the Chiefs' offense. Tyreek Hill's out. Uh, their left tackle, Eric Fisher, is out. Damian Williams, their uh, running back, is questionable, I believe. LaShawn McCoy is also questionable. Um, so that offense, yeah, it's fantastic. It's the Chiefs, but they didn't score at all in the second half last week against the Raiders. Um, they're obviously playing with some of their second-string guys. And then you look back to last season, uh, the Ravens, they defended the Chiefs well last year, um, and that's a defense that is still very good against both the pass and the run. And then you just take into consideration the fact that the Chiefs have one of the weakest secondaries in the league and you got Hollywood Brown out there just smoking guys uh Lamar Jackson is just throwing absolute dimes I mean he's his accuracy I think is what has surprised everybody I mean we knew he could run we knew he had the arm strength um but people just did not know that his accuracy had uh, developed as much as it had over the offseason so I really like the Ravens getting five and a half points here I think the line is too high I think it should be more on two or three um, so give me the Ravens at the Chiefs plus five and a half. I have a question. Answer maybe. How close was last week's game with the Cardinals? It was seven. It was seven. All yeah. right, so you're taking who's whose team is better? The Chiefs? Don't ask dumb questions. Don't ask dumb questions. I think you know. Uh, so we're but you're getting you're getting six and a half points though. And it's a it's a Chiefs defense that is probably worse than the Cardinals defense. And it's also a, a Baltimore team that started to hold the ball a bit at the end of the game when they were up uh, to run the clock out. I mean, It was a one-score game there for a while. For it like was, yeah. The and they didn't blow out. Uh, we, we both had the Ravens last week, yep, minus absolutely. 13. So the, uh, they Long didn't blow out the Cardinals. But then again, the Cardinals are a team where they're in a transition period. They're trying to figure out what's what works with, with Kyler and Cliff. Um, so I think they're not quite as bad necessarily as the public has them on right now. Um, I mean, well, maybe – I mean, they're favorites this week, so maybe people are starting to catch on. Um, but no, I, I yeah, I think the Ravens are going to keep this game close, at least at least within five and a half here. Fair enough. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, actually. I just wanted to see what you're following. You took Ravens as well. I'm on the Chiefs, boys. Right. Oh, love it. I know they're banged up. Um, Damon Williams isn't playing. He's out. Darwin Thompson. Okay. Can't even spell it. Rookie running back, six-round six pick. That's not specific. I, I thought it was Darwin. Played at whatever. It's Darwin. Okay, it's Darwin. <laughs> All right. Darwin Barney. The Darwin State. So he played at Utah State last year. 1,400 yards from scrimmage, 16 touchdowns, 176 touches. He is an explosive back. He's, from what is being said, he's probably the most gifted talent or uh, most talented. They're gifted back. Yeah, he's physically physically competitive Um, for sure. So I think that he could be a breakout guy this week against a Ravens defense that I don't think is quite as good as we all expect them to be. That's kind of how I feel, too. That's the part that scares me. You kind of think Baltimore as a defensive juggernaut over the past couple decades. I don't think it's – they lost C.J. Mosley last year. Um, Defensively, Football Outsiders has them as ninth, which probably isn't as high as we've all expected. So, I mean, you're giving me Mahomes. I'm only laying, what, five and a half here? Five and a half, yeah. So, I don't I don't hate your side either. It's hard for me to jump on the Jackson train when he hasn't necessarily played a – good team, a good opposing offense. Now what I do worry about is 
the Ravens just running, running the ball, it down their throats. Trying to yeah. keep Mahomes That's why the I like field. it. But I also think he's just so explosive that you put him on the field at all, he's going to do something. They run that Desert Eagle formation, and it's like two tight ends, a fullback, the Ravens. They just got big bodies in there. They're going to run the ball down their Andrews throats. Andrews can catch a football. And I, and I think that I almost like the under here at 52 and a half. Um, at least that's what it is on my. I heard it might rain too. Yep, it's, gonna, it's supposed to rain. I think I just think the Ravens are going to hold the ball, keep it close, and I don't know. So yeah, I'm on the Ravens as my second pick. My big question though would be. Oh, do you, do you want to break the glass on that? Uh, you know what? Do it. Let's break, break the glass for me. All right, let me find the button. Glass smash. Oh here's, no! Here's, here's my thing with that. I don't know that the Ravens defense can hold Mahomes. And the Chiefs offense. Earl Thomas, one pick. Right it down. I don't think they can hold them stagnant enough. I think that they're going to have to play up-tempo. I think they're going to have to try and outscore the Chiefs. And I just... This is a Chiefs team, though, that didn't score in the second half against the Raiders last week without Tyreek Hill, without their starting running back, without their left tackle. what did they do in the first step? Four touchdowns by Mahomes? Against the Raiders. Hey, so much much bickery. Let's get to what the people care about. How much are we putting on this glass break, fellas? on the Chiefs. You want to do a go call? The best team in football. All right. 100 bucks. You're on. You're on. You're on. All right, you're uh, you got your third pick ready. I do. Um, no, wait, did we already do your third? It's his third pick. My it's third and third final pick. pick. Um, I jumped between a couple, but I landed on this one, and I think I'm pretty confident in it. I have. This... Oh, no, I'm sorry, it's your second pick. You haven't done your second or your third yet. I have not done my second. Here we go. That's what. Okay, I was really confused in my head. Tough. My what? second pick here is Texans plus three at the Chargers um, with that offensive line. Texans O-line is admittedly pretty terrible. The Chargers defensive line is admittedly pretty good, which is my biggest. So if we're talking about pretty terrible, you mean they're literally, is it last night? They're awful. Larry Tunsil, I think. Is Larry Tunsil hurt still? He only gave up two sacks in week one. That's how you know he's pretty good. It's not great. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Watson's mobile. He can score. Yeah, that was my point. He's a good quarterback. Yeah, they run the ball. Carlos Hyde has been pretty decent for him. Yeah, it's yeah, surprising. It's been good. Uh, and the Chargers also have the 26th ranked defense according to DPOA through the first couple of weeks so I think there's big questions on, the, on that side of the ball for them especially without their safety I think the secondary isn't as good as we may think it is so I don't know if they can hold Texans receivers up long enough to allow that defensive line to get to Watson necessarily so I yeah. think the Texans getting three on the road in that soccer stadium in LA They'll church. probably have more fans there too. Well, so yeah, that's another point. Is you know they take three points into consideration for home field, so really they're saying this is a pick 'em on a neutral field. I like that. And the Chargers, then the Chargers don't have home field advantage really. Like that three points, it shouldn't be in there, but it is. It's in the line because of the home. Then field. Then again, so. the Chargers did have a very bad week last week against the Lions. They should be looking to bounce back, but I think the Texans are a better team all around. I'm going with the Texans plus three. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Kid, that's a great call, man. I really like Uh-oh. the Chargers. No. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean the bounce back. You know, I, I bet against them last week, which means I, it's a good opportunity for me to go against you guys here. I think Eckler out of the backfield is a problem, and they have plenty of depth there. If Mike Williams is healthy, which to my knowledge he is, or at least good enough to go, I just don't see any of the defensive backs for the Texans really giving them a, giving them a problem. Now, the part that scares me a ton is this being only a three-point spread. That means theoretically the Chargers might have to kick a field goal, which. True. Having packed yeah, the Lions last week uh, was one of my favorite things is having to watch the Chargers try to boot balls through a, a goalpost, man. It was tough. With a punter. Yeah, with a punter, you know, that which worked really well for me. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually lean uh, Chargers minus three here and uh, hopefully take your money. Let's go uh, Let's go 50 here. I'm not super confident in it, but I'd like to take both your money. Seth, you willing to dive in on this a little bit, or you don't, you don't really trust your Texans, Texans enough? You, you I like do it. like the Texans. I'll put 25 on it. All right, so 25 from you, 50 from Kate. I'll take both your money. That's fine. Let's Sounds Let's good do that. All right. So do you have one more? Was that your second? I do. He's waiting on his third. My third, like I said, I'm confident in it. Took me a little bit to land on it. But the Skins, sorry, the Washington football team. There you go. <laughs> at home playing the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. Here's my thing. I think Mitchell Trubisky is a bad quarterback. I think that there Uh-oh. is nothing that you can show me. This year, at least, that says any, anything else, any other way. So I think that Chicago defense is not quite as dominant as everyone thinks it is. Um, you know, they're another team kind of like the Ravens where defensively over the last decade or two, 
you know, you think Erlacher, you think guys like that, a tough, gritty team um, that's going to run the ball, which they might do, but I like the four points I get with the Redskins at home, the home dog here. Yeah. Um, so I just I, I can't put money on Mitchell Trubisky. In fact, I'm going to go the other way and take my four. You going to break glass here, Seth? No, I'm not going to break glass because I don't love uh I don't want to break glass on the Bears. Dang it, that's exactly how I feel. <laughs> but I, I uh, for my pick, since I have to pick every game, I'm going to go with the Bears minus four just because um, I'm not a believer in the Redskins' defense. Uh, I think, I mean, Trubisky's not a good quarterback, but he was a pro bowler last year. That means a lot to me. <laughs> Is that sarcasm? <laughs> yeah, might be, might All be. Right. I think David Montgomery, He's like I said last week, he's underutilized and really good. He's uh, a your boy there. Allen Robinson is a really good wide receiver. I think they're going to give... Uh, between Allen Robinson and David Montgomery, look at the Redskins' headaches. And I think that defense is elite. I mean, you saw him week one against the, the Packers, but the Packers put up like three points or something, seven points. I think it was seven. Um, so, I mean, they hold an elite Aaron Rodgers to a touchdown. Um, I think they're, you know, they got Khalil Mack. I think the, the defense is as advertised, so I'm going to lay the four um, on the road against the Redskins. Also laying the four, there's no notes needing to be added. I don't like this game. I don't want to touch it. <laughs> Beautiful. All first, right. Before we go on, who did the Bears play the first couple weeks? I know they had Packers. They had the Packers week one and then the Denver Broncos last week in an absolutely unwatchable football game. God, so I think with that defense, I mean, I think that Aaron Rodgers offense was pretty, it looked like they didn't know. Yeah, they, they weren't were quite doing. ready. You know, his first know game of the season, the kind first. of getting their feet wet. And then I didn't think they looked good last week either. I'm just... Mm-hmm. Not quite on. Are they more like just jumped out early and then kind of played patty cake yeah. for the rest of the game? It kind patty of seemed like. Patty so show me with that defense before I. Show, show me the money. Me. All right, my third and final best bet. I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus six and a half. James Winston. <laughs> That's a lot of points, but they're playing the New York Football Giants. Um, and a rookie quarterback. And a rookie quarterback. So, DJ. so a couple of things <laughs> with the Bucks that make me love them here. They're loving the Bucks. That is a wow. word. I love this pick. That's why they're in my best bets. Do you not love your best bets? Go on, man. All tell right. me about tell me about why you love um, the Buccaneers. They're great versus the run. They held Christian McCaffrey to a career low two point nine yards per carry last week. Yep. Uh, with Nadamakin Sue and Vita Vea up front, um, they're fantastic against against the run. They've been. I think there's. I think this is the team that's top ten in both uh, against the run and the pass. Are you able to fact check me? I got you real quick. Keep talking. 14th in DVOA okay. against the pass. Gotcha. Um, so, I mean, against a rookie quarterback, Daniel Jones, I think that front seven of theirs is going to give him trouble. I think they're going to be able to bottle up Saquon just like they did Christian McCaffrey last week. Saquon. Um, and that Giants defense is probably the worst in the league. I'd say it's even worse than the Dolphins defense, um, even minus Mika Fitzpatrick. And we've seen Jameis. He's so up and down. He's guy's a roller coaster. It's kind of hard to know what he's going to do. But against bad teams, he has blown up before. Um, he's that guy who will put up like 35 fantasy points uh, against a bad team and then 12 against a mediocre team. So I think Jameis is going to exploit that Giants defense that is the worst in the league. I think the Bucks have shown me enough in the first two weeks that they can move the ball, they can score, and they can hold a team to, you know, the Panthers, they hit them the, what, 10, 14 points, something like that. Well, granted, that was with a banged-up Cam Newton. Um, but, yeah, I really like the Bucks at home, minus 6.5. Can you bring glass? Can you bring glass? I'm very tempted to break glass. I just I don't like the Bucks. I think the first couple weeks they had was at Cincinnati week one. Yep. um, Against an offense that really hasn't shown a whole lot. I mean they threw the ball. Oh no, sorry, it was nine. It was Niners. Yeah, the Niners blew them up. My bad. So blown up by they did not. They did not. The San Francisco offense scored seventeen points. How many points? James had two. James had two pick sixes to bring up to thirty-one. No, does that make you feel more confident? Yes, because the Giants do not have anything close to what the Niners had. And then in week two, they played a Panthers team with a banged up Cam and really. But a solid defense. Really, all they had going for them was McCaffrey. They didn't even have that because they all all, if you center it all on one guy, you can take it away. So. I just, I and they can't do that against Saquon? I mean, who's going to beat him? Daniel Jones and who do they have? Sterling I think it's Shepard? a game where Daniel Jones can show that he is more than what we all expect as a top what top 10 pick. Six. Six. You know, as, as much as I also laughed when the Giants took them because that seems like a classic Giants move, I would argue, as somebody who said it last podcast, anybody in the world is probably an upgrade over the ghost of Eli Manning at That's this point. true. Holy true. cow. All right, so since I got so much slack last week for taking the Giants, you guys going to put money on this or Absolutely what? Absolutely not. <laughs> All right, good. Point made. I actually, Bucks as a best bet. So what's your 
<laughs> What's your pick then? Who are you guys taking? I have Bucks minus six as well. Oh wow! Look at all the slack I've been getting. I'm gonna for... put the, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put money on the Giants. You know, no, Giants. I'm not putting fifty bucks on them, but I'm taking <laughs> the Giants. I'll put a dollar on it. I'll put a buck. All, all right, right, so that leaves me the uh, ninth pick in our uh, nine pick go around. I really wanted to take Pittsburgh plus six and a half, but I shied away from it because I'm soft, and I'm gonna go Green Bay minus seven and a half. Green Bay minus seven and a half against a Broncos defense that is just plain not as good as advertised. They're twenty sixth against the pass and fifteenth against the fifteenth against the rush. Um, I think Green Bay can run the ball just fine, just enough to keep their defense off the pass here, and I think Aaron Rodgers probably torches them. We haven't quite seen the Aaron Rodgers that we've seen in past years to this point, so I'm kind of waiting on that breakout game. And finally, I just think this defense for Green Bay is legit. You know, they've shown up. They've really played above even the levels that people thought they would jump to. Currently third um, defensively so far this year, third against the uh, pass and 14th against the rush. And I just don't think Denver's going to do a whole lot against a quality defense. I mean, they had one again last week, but this is a whole different scheme and a little bit better on the backside, I think, which is going to help them out. So I got Green Bay, minus 7.5. Anybody want to fight me on it? No, I'm with you there. Um, I agree that Denver defense is – I don't know what's gone into them, but, I mean, they have zero sacks and turnovers through the first two weeks. They they just haven't looked good, and, you know, a Joe Flacco, that offense isn't going to get you much, especially against a Packers defense that has shown that they are – they're for real this year. So I'm with you with Packers minus seven and a half. Joe Flacco to throw a pick? Anybody want action on that? <laughs> I, uh, give him the football. Give me great odds and I'll do it. No. No. no um, but um, the weird thing about this game is I don't like picking large favorites and then also the under just because it leaves room for uh, yeah, the, that was the underdog the one, to cover. The one caveat here for me. But I like the under mostly because Denver has gone the last ten games they've hit the under um, at home. That is well. Uh, to this point, like like I said, Aaron Rodgers hasn't really shown up yet. So if that yeah. continues, I, the under is probably a pretty good bet. The under is a good bet, and that I mean, I, 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 it's seven, weird. It's weird because I do think seven and a half. I think they're going to cover that, but I also think it's going to be an under game. So. Uh, my just favorite 14-0. Just let me sweat this out. <laughs> right. Nothing. Just pinch one. No, my, pinch showed up. Yeah, my favorite aspect of that game is the under. Um, but I, I, I'm picking the Packers as well on that one. Cade, what you got, man? Yeah, I like. I, uh, I would take the Packers. It's not something I love. Um, I think that Flacco was brought in because this is a defensive-minded Denver team. Like you said, obviously no sacks, no interceptions. I think it's a team that's due. Which is a tough little um, caveat if that's your, if that's your where you're hanging your hat every game. So. I just, I mean, the Packers offense, they got going early last week against the Vikings, um, scored their first three drives, I think it was, and then after that, they just kind of went silent. So yeah. I think it's a thing where LaFleur and Rodgers haven't quite figured each other out yet. Does anyone ever of, figure out Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, yeah, they're kind of getting a feel for each other, so I, I kind of like that Denver defense um, coming into Green Bay. So I... I I'm I'm taking Green Bay hesitantly the minus seven, but it's not definitely seven. don't like it. It's more just like a soft. Is soft it seven? Game. I have about seven and a half. 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 Yeah. Seven, Same thing, but yeah. I'm not touching it. That's fair. All right, well, running through our best bets again. I've got the Lions plus five and a half, the Rams minus three, and the Green Bay Packers minus seven and a half. Seth. Yep, I took the Saints plus five, <gasps> Ravens plus five and a half, and Bucks minus six and a half. I'm playing, buddy. I got the Saints too. When I have the Colts minus one at home. I have the Texans plus three in LA against the Chargers and the Skins plus four at home against Chicago. Dude, Skins burn Seth. Just wait for the the skin burn. I do. Tough, man. I do that. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> so now we're gonna run through the rest of the games that we have on tap here. So going into one that we haven't covered yet, we got uh, Cincinnati at Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo is four and a half point favorites. Six. Started at four and a half. My bad. I read the wrong part of the screen. Minus six. That's what I thought. All right. So we got. Bengals are getting six points on the road. Anybody taking that? I am tempted to. I think I'm going to. Sorry. I don't know. I can't. I just have to do it. It's confidence, scary, baby. Here's the thing. I don't think that that Bills offense is great. They've got a solid defense. Um, yeah. I think that they're going to bottle up Joe Mixon, but Andy Dalton also put up 400 yards against a... Bad know, Seattle secondary. secondary that I don't think it, I think they're average. I don't know that they're bad. But nice of you. <laughs> I think that they can score points against Buffalo, and I don't have confidence that Buffalo can score points against Cincinnati, regardless of how did, bad that defense is. Did, so. did, uh, yeah, they could not. We watched some of that Bengals game last week, and they couldn't tackle. Like it was embarrassingly bad. It was probably that, the are you worst. Buffalo? No, the Bengals. You're taking the Bengals. Wait, oh, sorry. I thought you said, who am I talking about? Who am I talking about? Granted, uh, the Bengals played that Niners team last week, and I'm on the Niners train. So, um, 
I'm just not a fan of Buffalo. No, in this game, I am. I am taking Buffalo minus Ooh. six. Um, I, I, yeah, that Bengals uh, defense looked terrible. I think Josh Allen. Oh, that's right. I had a fun little stat here. Who is the only other quarterback besides Josh Allen to run and throw for a touchdown in three straight games? Tom Brady, so fast. Michael Vick. That's really? since 1970. Since he's a good athlete. I'll give you that. Comparable to Josh Allen as well. Yeah, both. Uh, you know, the best athletes on the field out there. No, but um, I this Bills defense—they're good against the run and against the pass. The Bengals offense—they—they uh, they looked good against the Seahawks last week. Not so much, and that defense just looked absolutely terrible. I like in my notes I wrote down Bengals can't tackle because they're a professional football team that doesn't know how to wrap up and take someone to the ground. So I'm going Bills minus six at home. I mean that's fair. I'm actually with Cade here. I'm gonna go Bengals. Uh, Bengals taking the six points. Um, little caveat for you here: Buffalo is actually 27th against the rush so far this season, which to me leads a little. Even a banged up Joe Mixon or even a random back can probably scoot away from a 27th defense. Bengals and, have the worst rushing offense in the league so far this year. They're due. Joe Mixon's not a bad back. He's hurt. He banged up. You're saying that because he's on your fantasy team. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, getting back to it though here, I just I think the Bengals, you know, Zach Taylor and some of the guys talked out of their uh, out of their squad this week talking about how like their non tackling ability, their bad tackling last week was just not who they were. They're getting back to doing fundamental things, and you know they're a professional football team. And if anything has shown so far is like they're going to bounce back. I'm, I'm, I'm on taking, the Zach Taylor bandwagon as well. Yeah. I think that that might be a team that is kind of fluctuating week to week. I just don't have confidence in Buffalo. So, yep. Is it weird that the three Rams fans are also Zach Taylor fans? Yes, very it's not weird. not a coincidence, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> taking Sancy plus six. All right, let's move through this. Um, so let's lump together these next two games because they're so similar in my eyes. Uh, you got Miami at Dallas, uh, my, minus 22.5 for the Cowboys. And then you got the Jets on the road in New England, uh, minus 21.5 for New England. Both these games are gross and disgusting, um, personally. (laughs) Uh, Just for the sake of, since we have to bet every single bet, in quotes, every single game uh, for the podcast. Got to lean for us, kiddo. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to lean with the points for both of them just because I said it last week and it burned me, but I'm going to stick with my guns and do it again. That's a lot of points that you have to cover and a lot of things could go wrong for you not to cover. Um, And then the stat that really backs it up for me is underdogs of 20 or more points um, in the last five games of of that, uh, the underdog is covered. That came out really not smooth, but... In the past 15 seasons, there have been five such games where a team is 20 or more point underdogs, and they have covered every single time. Um, plus, with the Dolphins, you got Josh Rosen starting. Who knows if that sparks the offense a little bit. Patriots' offensive line is banged up against the Jets' defensive front that isn't tar- terrible. Can you just puke at the Josh Rosen starting? Like, yeah, He's better than Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick likes to throw the ball to the other team uh, and then let them run into the end zone a lot. So, yeah, just give me the huge Josh underdogs. Josh Rosen did that too. So it's just a numbers point. Josh Rosen barely played last year. So. Here's a little tidbit for you on the Miami Dolphins. Are, through <laughs> two weeks. Are they good? According to DVOA, they have the worst DVOA statistics. Explain what that means. People aren't going to know what DVOA is. DVOA is. is essentially offensive and defensive efficiency, taking into account your strength of schedule, turnovers, all sorts of good stuff on both sides of the ball. Um, it's an advanced stat that a lot of us – a lot of sharps use when looking at betting. Sharps um, are people who are like professional bettors. So Miami has the worst DVOA through two weeks since 1986. Kid, were you born then? I was not born Seth, then. Was that then? the year that the That's Dolphins? I was also not born then. 33 years ago. 33 years, they're the worst. <laughs> hey, we just gave away our age. Man, we're 40. So I am not putting money on the Dolphins in any way, shape, or form. You could give me 95 points. <laughs> I'll take 95. You want to bet that right 95? Now? What, um, what odds are making that in here? <laughs> So yeah, I'm not touching the Dolphins. The other one we have is uh, so you, so for our pick'em here, you are taking the Cowboys minus whatever it is. I will take the Cowboys and the points. I will. Okay. Um, I'll lay them. So here's the thing, Keaton. Did you have a pick here with the? I'm going. I'm taking the twenty-two and a half. With Let's my go, Miami. baby. Really? I hate to back Seth here, and Let's I really go. don't want to. But him. I'm just buying that the Cowboys are going to get up by twenty. There's going to be a fluke touchdown. The Cowboys are going to pack it in, stay healthy, make sure their guys are good for a team that might actually beat them. There is 0% chance the Miami Dolphins win this week, and therefore I just think the Cowboys are probably going to rest just a little bit. You know, make sure their guys are good to play a real football team next week. So I'm going to take 22 is a lot of points, and I definitely 
understand it there. I just can't do it. I understand, man. I don't want to do it. I won't watch a minute of this football game. Then we have the Jets plus 21.5 on the road against New England. And that's one where the points are a little more appealing. I know it's a third-string quarterback with Luke Falk, but I don't think that Jets defense is bad per se. New England is really, really good, but it's another one of those games where they get up early to they just pound it with James White and Burkhead and Michelle and just let it ride out. So I think I'd take the points in the Jets there. Yeah, and they have the advantage there on the defensive front, like I said, against that banged-up O-line. Uh, did you say who you're on in that game? I'm also taking the Jets plus 21. You're taking Jets? Yeah. I don't want to talk anymore about this game. Yeah, screw that game. Let's move on. So we got uh, Oakland on the road at Minnesota. Minnesota is nine-point favorites. What do we got, boys? Okay. Well, Minnesota minus nine is a lot. I don't know. Nine's a lot, but 22 and a half. That it? much better than this Oakland team. Well, this is a real football team playing a real football team. So <laughs> yeah, it's a little, it's different. a little bit different. I want to see Bama versus uh, Miami, baby. Oh, don't even start that <laughs> chatter. Goodness gracious. You but, and every 15-year-old. No, here's the thing with Oakland, screen. though. Yeah, I hate it, too. It's a joke. It's, it's a, a joke. joke. It's a joke. I don't think that Oakland has a great pass defense, but they do have the fourth-ranked defense. Against the rush, according to DVOA. So, you know who runs the football? The Vikings. Dalvin Cook and the Vikings, dude. Dalvin Cook has been really good the first couple of weeks here. Um, I just I could see this being a low-scoring game, a game where Kirk Cousins can't do much, a game where the Raiders offense can't really figure a whole lot out against a talented Vikings defense. So I think it could be a low-scoring game. I think nine is way too many. So I'd, I'd lay the nine with the Raiders. You like that under 43.5? At least that's where I have it. I, I do. Yeah, me too. Um, I do like the Vikings. It's another one of those weird games like that Packers game where I like the favorite, but I also like the under. Um, I just think... Uh, You're going against your trends twice? Yeah, it's weird, man. I didn't do good last week. Got to mix it up a little bit. Um, the Vikings, I mean, Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs and Kyle Rudolph and Dalvin Cook, they're going to be able to exploit... Um, the Oakland secondary is like really bad, uh, especially with Jonathan Abram on the IR now. Um, I mean, that he was helping in the run defense too. He's a hard-hitting safety. Um so I think that hurts them in both aspects there. And then you look at, you know, their other safety. I think it's Carl Joseph. He's he's good against the run as well, but he cannot uh, defend against the pass. So I think Kirk Cousins is going to have a bounce-back game here because he's been awful so far. I think it's one of those spots where people are um, starting to question him. And he even said it himself, if he doesn't start performing, he's going to be out of a starting job. So I think he's going to um, have a fire lit under him and exploit this Raiders defense. And I think they're going to cover that nine. Um, and the reason I think it's going to go under as well is just because I think the Vikings are going to be able to uh, hold the ball, chew the clock, um, and not let Derek Carr do a whole lot. And that defense is, is still solid. Um, so, yes, give me Vikings minus nine. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of with the uh, Kirk Cousins bounce back. You know, for a guy who's getting paid a lot of money, he never really shows you a ton. But every once in a while, you got that flash in the pan, throws the football down the field once in a while. He's got the weapons to do it. I'm taking Minnesota minus nine as well, mostly because I see Kirk Cousins throwing the ball. Not because I really think Dalvin Cook's going to take the air out of the ball for four quarters. Um, yeah, minus nine. Not really loving or liking this game a ton. More like a soft lean to Minnesota. Gotcha. Probably won't watch this game a ton. Show either. me, Kirk Cousins. I can't do it. got to show me. Sorry. <laughs> show dad. Next game's a weird one. You got uh, Panthers at Cardinals. Do you have it at two and a half or two? I have two and a half. Panthers getting two. Two? Yeah. All right, yeah. I have Cardinals laying two as well. Um, this one's interesting. I mean, of course, you have Cam Newton out. Um, Kyle Allen. Kyle Where'd Allen. Where did he go to school? Wasn't he? Well, he was behind Kyler. He was Kyler's backup. Mm, was uh, it really? Yeah. That was the other way around. Oh, yeah, that's right. No, so we got uh, – this one's interesting because you have two of the fastest-paced teams in the NFL. Um, the Cardinals average 23.4 seconds between plays. Uh, Panthers, 23.1. That's the first and second fastest offenses in the league. So I think it's going to be a fast-paced game. Uh, well, I guess that could change with Kyle Allen behind center, but – who knows? Christian McCaffrey could uh, do something there. So I don't really know where to lean on this one. I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Just bet on my special K twins, Cliff and Kyler. Can't believe that's a thing you say out loud. <sighs> I'm coining it, boy. Where'd he go to school? He went to Houston. Texas A&M, then to Houston. So he's still uh, okay. Texas the ball. A&M. He's throwing the ball a lot. Okay, gotcha. Was it Patty Mahomes' back out then? Uh, no, no, no. At A&M, he might have been. 2015, he was at A&M. Yeah. Um, then 2017 recently gotcha so, so i uh this over under for me is at 45 and a half i like the over there um i think it's gonna be pretty fast paced um and i lean cardinals minus two Cade, i like the cardinals minus two as well i think this is the kyler show me game i think that he performs against this panthers defense um i don't see kyle allen in that offense keeping up with 
the Cardinals offense. I think that this is one where they can kind of show their true colors. Cliff and Kyler. Um, Special K twins. Stop. What he said. I'm not saying it. Special K. Um, <laughs> Good choice. But I, I think I, I like what I've seen from Kyler this, this year so far. I think, you know, as a rookie quarterback, it's tough to come to the league and play right away and be expected to perform well. Um, but I like what I've seen so far, and I think this is the game where he can come get his first career win um, at home against the Panthers. So I'm taking the Cardinals and laying the two. I'm, I'm actually on the other side here. I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take the two two and a half depending on where you get it. I'll take Carolina here. I think Carolina's probably better at every other position besides quarterback, and we haven't seen Kyle Allen yet. As good as Kyler Murray is, you know they were inside the ten or the five. I can't remember what it is. Inside the ten or the five last week, like four times, and they kicked a field goal every time. And to have the number one overall pick in the draft at the helm with a good old school receiver in Larry Fitzgerald and two fits. Yeah, you know. And just to kick the field goal over and over just to me kind of shows that, like, you're scared to be an underdog and go win on the road. I mean, now you're back in your home con- or your home confines there in that dome. But, you know, I'll take I'll take every position on the field and an unknown quarterback in Kyle Allen. You know, nobody knew about Gardner Minshew, our boy Gardner Minshew, <laughs> until he came and blew on the scene. So I'm going to lean with another backup quarterback who I genuinely think will probably show up and play better than the Cam Newton we've seen for two weeks. You're going to give me two and a half with a better team and a quarterback we haven't seen yet. You know, they don't have any tape on him. Maybe this guy shows up and they win by 20. Who knows? Hmm. I'll take Carolina in two points. Carolina, 20-point win. Biggest thing for me with those two is the defenses. I think they're pretty similar statistically first through the first couple of weeks. And so I just, like, have any known commodity, so to say, in quarterback versus... Fair enough. But the one thing I will say is no Patrick Peterson, their number two corner, who I don't even think I know his name, is also out still. Byron Murphy? Rookie? Well, that Washington. Yeah, so their top, good. I know their top two corners are out. Byron so, Murphy's a top two corner, man. All right, and if ever there was a time to <laughs> like jump into the jump into the huddle here as a backup quarterback, you get to do it against two backup corners. You know? Yeah, that's true. That takes some upside here. Do you guys want to put some money on that one? By the way, <sighs> I'd lay fifty on. I have no I'd idea. I'd lay fifty on Carolina if you want to. I'm good. I'm just gonna softly lean with Arizona, baby. I'm the same way. Can't, right. can't do fifty, but twenty five. Give me 25. Kate for 25. 25. Love it. 25. Action. Next game. Cha-ching. Steelers at Niners. Niners minus 6.5. Do you have 6.5? I have 6.5. Minus six and a half. Perfect. All right. Keen, who do you like? Steelers at Niners. Steelers at Niners. I will take the 6.5 with the Pittsburgh Steelers, hey. and I don't like it wow. one bit. I thought I sweet you. You know, I really thought you did too. I'm I'm just going to fall back on my laurels here. I'll take Pitt, <laughs> I'll take Pitt, and I'll take him for 6.5 points extra on top. Um, for me, the biggest caveat in this entire game is they clearly have faith in Mason Rudolph. Yeah. This is a franchise that's gone to the playoffs a ton. They're massive, massive notoriety, and they went out and traded their first-round pick for a defensive back and make it Fitzpatrick, who I think is kind of underrated at this point because he's been playing with a Dolphins team that makes you want to poke your eyes out. I think he's going to be re-energized, show up. You know, if he made a big play in this next game, I wouldn't be surprised, even getting thrown in there. So if you're telling me that a team goes out and trades their number one overall pick, clearly they're not looking for a quarterback or they would keep that, even if it's just right. leverage to trade down at some point. Right. So. To me, that means Pittsburgh thinks Mason Rudolph is legit. And if mm-hmm. Pittsburgh thinks Mason Rudolph is legit and you're giving me six and a half against a Niners team that is good so far, but also I kind think it's of, a two-week overreaction on the Niners. Yeah, kind of over. Um, kind of to back you before Kate uh, tries to sway us once again with, with his, all his Niners numbers. logic. Loves his uh, numbers. I'm with you. I think that's a two-week overreaction on the Niners coupled with um, it's similar to the Drew Brees-Teddy Bridgewater situation where uh, that that's a, a downgrade at quarterback is what the public thinks, so they're going to put that into the, into the line. Obviously, to Teddy and Breeze, that isn't a downgrade. But with Mason Rudolph and Big Ben, I think at this point in their careers, Mason Rudolph is a better quarterback to lead the team on Sunday than Big Ben Roethlisberger. I don't agree with that, but I get you. All right, uh, we'll see. But there with this broken elbow. But I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was a collarbone, or was it an elbow? It wasn't it's an, an elbow. elbow. It's his teacher. Um, <laughs> So, but, I mean, Mason Rudolph, he, there were executives in the league who came out and said that they thought he was the best quarterback in that draft class. Executives that are never wrong. <laughs> Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, uh, Josh well, Rosen, so Sam Darnold. Was it second? I think he's third. I thought it was second. It might have been third. Be right. um, either way, Tom, Br- Tom Brady went in the sixth round. I don't know if you guys know who that guy is. 
Uh, but yeah, I'm back in I'm back in Mason Very Rudolph right. here. At this point in his career. Thanks, I thought so too. He's got zero NFL starts. Tom Brady got two. Well, you're giving me crap about why he was drafted. Like that means anything. It kind of does. Not really. So he's the best quarterback in the draft, but he goes in the third round. I'm not saying that. There's I'm saying there are, there is a group of executives who have come out and said that they thought that Mason Rudolph, Can the Steelers one? being Name one, of, one. <laughs> Steelers. There you go. There you go. Um, no, the Niners are down their left tackle. I think that they're not as good as the as the public thinks they are. Um, and so yeah, I'm, I like how you're giving me crap, but also back in the Steelers. <laughs> That's side. real cool. That makes buddy. Tom Brady chatter. <laughs> no, Mason Rudolph's good, and I think he'll prove it. Fastest quarterback in the lead, Tom Brady. Relearned how to run. <laughs> well, I'm not on the Mason Rudolph train quite yet. In fact, I've jumped on the, the handsome Jimmy G. 49ers, handsome, handsome Jimmy G. bandwagon. <laughs> Are you going to watch this game with your pants off? Quite possibly. <laughs> That's understandable. I can the, the Niners offense so far, they blew up last week against, admittedly, a bad Bengals defense. But <laughs> Jimmy G is showing flashes of being the quarterback he showed us the last few weeks in, what was it, 2017? Yeah. Before he Do you think him. Belichick's just watching this game, just like angry that Kraft made him trade this guy? Quite possibly. I mean, I get it. I think he's um, fine with Tom Brady, that guy that went in the sixth round. Oh, boy. <laughs> but overall, drag. they've got the sixth-ranked. Pass offense, according to DVOA. That's um, the Niners? The Niners. Got do. you. And then what really gets me with this team is defensively. Um, overall, so far this year, they have the second-ranked defense, according to DVOA. And I think that on the defensive line, they've got guys like DeForest Buckner, Nick Bosa as a rookie. Backers, they've got, I think they have Quan Alexander from the Bucks. They have Fred Warner, um, a young guy. In the, second, in the secondary, they've got uh, Sherman. Um, a couple of safeties I can't quite recall. Antoine Bethea, maybe? Yeah, Bethea, Antoine maybe. Antoine Bethea. Um, we could be Tart, I believe, is... Bunch of, yeah. Anyway, a bunch of carcasses. But they, they, they have, <laughs> I think they have a very good defense, a defense that I think can sustain where they're at. What kind of oven season. do you want Mason Rudolph to put um, them in? Convection? Let's go. So oh, Mason Rudolph. Tom Brady, good San Francisco out. defense playing a rookie quarterback in his first yeah. start with... James Washington, who was a college teammate of Mason Rudolph's, and they did show That's on. the part, yeah. He has not done it all much at all this year. Dante Moncrief has done, done <laughs> Dante, anything. Dude, he's not released by now? Holy cow. Juju has been the main focus of every secondary. They've kind of taken him away. James Conner's banged up. I just I can't get behind the Steelers this week, and I think the Niners are... I think it's a fair overreaction. I think it's legit. You want to well, that. yeah, so I guess what I would say to that is you make good points, and... I'd be with you if I wasn't so concerned about the first two weeks of the season, especially being the major overreaction weeks. Um, I get that. I think, you know, I mean, yeah, uh, you, all you have is those first two weeks on film, um, but what you don't see is, I mean, how things can change from week to week, which you see later on in the season as teams go from blowing teams out to getting blown out. Um, so right now, kind of in everybody's mind, it's this, the Niners are good, they're going to win every game, they're going to put up numbers, they're going to be staunch on defense. But teams have bad games, um, and I think that shows up uh, in, in betting when the public's all over a team and then, you know, it goes the other way. So that's one thing for me uh, with the Steelers and Niners is I, I am very um, – I, I like to pay attention to the overreactions, and I think this is, this is a game that I think could be uh, on that for me. To be fair, this is the public's about 50-50 on this game. Okay. A little in Pittsburgh's favor, so – okay. Um, so actually, you're laying with the public, Seth. Or we are. <laughs> and one thing Stop too, attacking me. Like you're not on my side. You guys mentioned Tom Brady. Giving up the first house. round pick for Mika kind of shows that they believe in yeah, Mason. Absolutely. And I agree to a point. But you're also giving up a first round pick for a safety that's going to start for you for the next eight to ten years. So I think you're getting good value for a first round pick. I mean, the yeah. Texans gave up what two first rounders for Tunsil and a second. Yeah. Which yeah, it's the Texans. A That's Bill O'Brien. That was Bill O'Brien. Like circle. They don't have a GM. Even if the even if the Steelers think they're a middle of the road team, they get a fifteenth round, fifteenth overall pick. I mean, you're getting a good safety for that's true. Well, that and it shows that they're going to go for it this year. They're zero and two. They're not going to roll over and say, okay, let's look to the future. I so think maybe, we're, I think we're getting their best effort this week. Yeah, you know? and I mean, if you look at these zero and two teams, um, I think they're like eleven and four over the past. Couple it's something seasons like 67, 70 percent. Yeah, they show up in week three because spread. of that overreaction. Not Be- straight up. Right, right, because of that over overreaction uh, in the first two weeks, um, as well as. Uh, I forgot where I was going, so let's move on. Damn it! I think this is a winner go home game for Pittsburgh. Throw it out there. Then let's yeah. win, baby. Oh, and two. Especially if you're giving up a first round pick, you're gonna. If you go on three, that's. A, I mean, this is a. This is you got to win this game. But I'm all over the Niners. So what do we got next? We got uh, teasers. Teasers. I think we're on the yeah, teasers. We are. 
Who wants to lead us down teaser lane? The teaser squad. Cade, what's your? How many teams you got in your teaser? I have a. I think I'm gonna settle on a two team teaser. Two teams. Um, just the dad, the safe move. <laughs> so I mean, kind of to piggyback what we were just on, Steelers Niners. Um, I'm teasing the Niners down to a minus. Point five favorite over the Steelers. Well, they got to win. And then <laughs> that's asking a lot. I've got the Saints plus ten and a half in Seattle. Um, I, I do like that, that one. Uh, you know, Teddy's going to come prepare for that one. It's a bounce back game for New Orleans after that Breeze injury. I like them with ten and a half points in Seattle. So that's my two team teaser. Um, I like them both. Seth. Yeah. Um, so for me, I have a four team teaser. Play uh, pays out plus two thirty five. So you put hundred bucks down, you're coming home with two hundred thirty five dollars. Um, so for me, uh, I'm doing this on my bookie, and they're actually giving me five points with the Saints, which I really like because that gets me up to 11 points at the Seahawks with Teddy Bridgewater under center. And then I'm throwing in the Ravens, um, teasing them up to plus 11.5 against the Chiefs. I think they'll keep it close. You got the Vikings minus three against the Raiders, just have to win by a field goal. I think that's pretty safe. And then you got the Texans plus nine against the Chargers. Um, so, yeah, those are my picks. I think they're, I think they're looking good. I like them. Fair. As a fellow guy who went 0-1 in teasers and parlays last week, I'm also going to go with a four-team teaser. Yeah, I think we had, what, five and six teams last week or something hey, like that. Hey, if the Bengals weren't garbage last week... If they could tackle... I'm not, that's asking a lot. <laughs> they're going to do it this week, though. That's what they're going to do. Yeah. You stay with me. But So I got a four-teamer um, going Green Bay, teasing them down to one and a half. Lions plus 11 and a half. Minnesota down to a minus three, and I get Tampa Bay and a pick em. Adding up to just like says the plus two thirty five and a four team teaser. Let's make some money, boys. We, we don't have very much overlap there. Let's throw it together. I have like a seven eighteen teaser. Oh boy, let's, let's <laughs> not. Let's not. Dad, what do you think? You say no. All right, we're not no. doing. What if I told you I could turn a hundred bucks into eight hundred dollars with one click of the button? Yeah, call your family about it. <laughs> All right, so just running this back here, uh, Cade. What are your best bets of the week? Colts minus one at home versus the Falcons. Texans plus three on the road against the Chargers in that soccer stadium. Goal. Washington football team. I'm going to be better about that. Plus four at home playing the Chicago Bears, the unproven Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> Still unproven. Forever I got... unproven. Forever unproven. <laughs> Pro boy. Pro boy. Uh, I got I'm, defense. <laughs> I'm laying it with them too, and I'm calling him trash. My best bets, I got Saints plus five, even though apparently we're having at four and a half uh, at the table here. Yep. On the website, I got it plus five, so we'll go four and a half to be fair. That's Bookie Dale. <laughs> I got Ravens well, plus five and a half at Chiefs <laughs> and Bucks minus six and a half against the Giants at home. Fair enough. And just again, I got the Lions plus five and a half, Rams minus three, and Green Bay minus seven and a half. And the side action, Cade's going to give me 25 after Carolina either covers or smokes the Cardinals. And you're both going to pay me when the Chargers cover that three points against the Texans, which is Cade's best bet. <laughs> Ain't happening. Second best bet. Ain't happening. All right, so make sure to tune in next week. We'll recap all this with you, give you some more good picks, and hopefully we can all win some money together. Yeah, man, we'll see. Money see you, boys. Money. Good luck out there. Sorry, Seth's bad. Money.